Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. I know some of you clicked on today's episode because the title grabbed your attention, but this subject here isn't a debate, but a wake up call slash reminder as I would say, you know what I'm saying? Or you could have clicked on and you said, sis, where you been? I've been missing these episodes. Let's get one going. But now, before we begin, y'all know I always have to put in a disclaimer. This is not the time to point fingers at what's right, at what's wrong, and how we should live our lives and what people expect our lives to be lived. Because I think we sometimes can't forget, even myself, that Christianity isn't a trend or a social group, but a lifestyle that we should all find on our own with the help of positive influences from the same faith. So before your defense mechanisms come into play or rebuttals start to take emotion, just pause, sit down and listen to the conversation at hand. Whenever someone is speaking or even me, I always have to remember to tell myself, Proverbs 2911, the NIV version. If you don't know what NIV stands for, it says stands for New International Version. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end, which basically means that a wise man listens before he speaks, but a fool man foolish man utters nonsense and falls to his demise so you process before you just outburst anything versus a foolish man doesn't listen to the conversation at hand just be quick to say whatever and nine out of ten could be putting himself more in a hole because what you're saying is what they're saying but maybe it's being communicated differently but without you listening to the point at hand there is no progression there is no resolution that can be brought to the situation and another thing i would like to say before we begin is that we have to also put into account that we are all doing what we can and what we know how to do. Some of that replication of just attitudes and characteristics and how we are defined as people can stem from our childhood, the replications of just being what we're brought into and whether the environment is toxic or not, hey, it it is what it is. So if you're an outsider looking in, judging shouldn't be the way to go because we're all human and no man is perfect no matter how hard they try to be, no matter how hard I try to be. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I know this was one of the longest intros I have done, but with a topic like this, y'all, a lot needs to be rectified before just speaking on it. But other than that, let's begin the discussion for today, which is Christians and church, not Christians versus church, not what makes a Christian and then they go to church. We talking about Christians and church. Christianity and church falls into the same category, but are also two separate entities. What is a Christian? What is the reason for the church? If you don't know, I encourage you to open up a Bible and read about it. Though, I guess I can give you a quick refresher course for those in need of a helping hand. 
So a Christian is someone who is a giver, a teacher, a sower, a helper, someone who is filled with love, kindness, understanding, and so many more positive attributes. Then you have the church. The church is a metaphorical hospital for those who are wounded and broken from life trials and tribulations. So now that we are all caught up on what is to be expected, we can somewhat understand the disapproving behavior people give off in these settings. Though I think adults are just people in general who forget they were once kids. What I mean when I say that is just because you know something is right doesn't mean you always follow it. I mean, if we being honest, and half of the time the disobedience comes more from adults than children because children, you know, they, as I should say, replicate the behaviors that they see. So it can be a little bit more manipulation as to what they can become and what they can do if you're giving them more positivity. That's what they display versus someone who is older, they're closed-minded and are um, willing to change who they are because they're like, this is who I am. But, but that shouldn't be a, an escape cult or a reason behind the way that you act just because this is who i am does not define your character there is always room to improve there is always room to grow there is always room to change things you know having a restricted mindset can bring more damage than good at times i know the sole objective in life here is to be helpful but overly commenting and sheltering someone can alter the development process in life because we all have been there. Sometimes the adamant nose in a question you ask makes you want to do it more because your mindset is like, now I want to see what all the hype is about. And don't say you've never been there. You you ever been told no, and then you're just like, well, since you're telling me no, I low-key want to see why the no is the no because I just asked a simple question, but you won't even let me get out what I need to say. Or sometimes people can't feel uncomfortable about a situation and they just try to deflect about it. For example, growing up in a church setting, you know, it appears sometimes to be proper and not to discuss things that go beyond the limitations of comfortability and appropriateness. However, not speaking on these matters confuses the ones coming into Christianity because there is an underlining fear of judgment, ridicule, and how everything they do must be a sin. You know, I think a lot of times people would restrict the mindsets because they're so closed off they're like no it's wrong no it's wrong no it's wrong i'm like can you at least listen to the case scenario and sometimes we can know what's wrong but just talking it out and someone who isn't there to just throw it back in your face and actually listen to you makes as my parents say you draw more bees with honey than with vinegar don't know B won't know vinegar. That mess is nasty and it's sour and it's bitter. You can draw people more near to you, more to the subject of Christ just by being nice and not judging people because, you know... I ain't trying to seem aggressive or nothing, but the same people that be throwing all that flame, they lives ain't even right. And they only trying to act right on a Sunday. You get what I'm saying? So don't be controlled and deterred because of somebody's actions and expectations because you know what you want for yourself. You know what you want in life. And we just honestly all have to remove that security blanket and live in our truth for who we are as people more near to Christ. 
We have to identify who we are, who we are as people, live in our truth, so we can grow more closer to Christ in a way. And when I say who you are as a person, admit your flaws, admit your sins, because that's acknowledgement of you knowing what you need to do to better yourself in life. Not just to be a Christian and a worshiper of God, but just to be a more well, well-rounded person. You know, you can't be going around in life bitter and hating everything because the connections and the and the resources that you can gain, you won't be able to receive them because you're always looking down and you're always finding excuses and ways to go where you ain't got no business going. Just have a positive mindset and say, you know what? I am a person who drinks. I'm a person who smokes. I am a person who does whatever. But I'm saying like being viciously angry is a sin as well. Like people know me like I can catch an attitude too real quick especially if I feel like I'm being attacked but I need to learn how to channel that so I can be the better person that I can be you know talking about these situations talking about sex sexualities drinking cussing smoking selling our bodies whatever it is that's indulging in worldly pleasures should be welcomed in conversations and not just say don't do it it's a sin that should not be a reflection. Every time you want to talk about something, every time you're just trying to figure out what this Christ thing is and what you're trying to do with it, before you can even get an opinion out, it's like, don't do it, it's a sin. But I think a lot of times, you know, it don't make no sense going back and forth with people about your religion, what you believe, because at the end of the day, your actions speak louder than words. What you do as a person will foreshadow people drawing near to Christ. I think a lot of times, you know, somebody told me something and it really stuck with me um, all these years. It was like somebody, I didn't even know this person really. Somebody walked up to me and said, you know, I've been seeing the way how you've been doing these little self-care Bible studies and everything that's going on. And I just want to applaud you. And I just want you to say you taking that positive mindset is influencing people. And it really honestly influenced me to want better for myself. And, you know, that really touched me because you think the stuff that you do, people don't see it, but people actually do see it. So we have to be mindful of what we do. And I also tell people this all the time. We cannot judge. We cannot expect to be perfect because Jesus met the people where they were, no matter what physical, emotional, mental and spiritual state they were in. He met them. He went around to speak the gospel. He went around to tell people who God was. Jesus' mission was that. Jesus' mission was just to remind us how much God loves us and how much he wants to protect us, how much he wants to bless us, and how much he wants to keep us. But that connection cannot be obtained if we don't put all of our trust in him and turn away from our wicked ways. I find it a little humorous behind that because for me, God still blesses us even when we don't deserve it. God is still knocking at our door, banging it down, trying to catch our attention. He's still blessing us. And sometimes we can be the most rudest, disrespectful, and just have a nonchalant attitude type of person. But he still fights for us every day. And he reminds us all of that untapped potential that we can connect with and that we can have if we just give it to him. Because anything that we do... And God's will will come to pass. And that's on period. That's not something I made up. That's something that God said. That's something that's in his word. He says, if you connect with me, he said, 
doors will open. Your cup will run it, run it over. He will place you in a secret place. That is everything that God said. Lydia Tremblay didn't say that. Because if I said that, that means I'm one person trying to protect everybody in this entire world. I can't do that. I can't. So God said it. God says that he wants to put us in a place where he can protect us, where he can bless us, where he can nurture us to be the people that we are meant to be in this life, meant to be when he bring us home to reach our full potential, you know? And I just want to say, y'all, even me sometimes, I, I get hurt, you know, you walk in the light of faith and then you people who you thought were the same faith they hurt you they they cut you they bruise you they got you bleeding all over the place but we cannot connect that trauma of hurt from the works of the world to to god we can't control what people do not everything in life that's bad is god teaching us a lesson we also have to remember that as well sometimes y'all is just life and with that free will that he allows us means that people can make their own decisions and do whatever they want so whatever outcome that comes your way is not because oh god told them to hurt you god told them to make you bleed that's just the free will and i'm sorry that it happened in such a negative way but it happen but i do want to rectify that and say you know what i apologize for all the hurt that you gained from the church when you wanted to walk that walk of faith but then you felt like you was being torn down because you didn't appear to look the part it ain't about appearing to look like nothing it's about your spirit it's about the love you have for christ it's about having that positive mindset to say you know what y'all i don't care what anybody say i'm gonna do what i need to do I'm going to do what I need to do because we should not let people stop us from being with God. And I have to remind myself that sometimes. Sometimes somebody could do something to me. And I was like, God, I thought they were saved. God, I thought they love you. But all in return, all I felt like I was being stabbed in the back. And I had to detach that from God because God is gentle. God is kind. He is a gentleman knocking at our door with open arms ready to receive us and give us anything our hearts desires with healing if we just give him a chance. Give him a chance. Do not wait till it's too late because being too late, we can't, we can't, we can't. I'm not even going to talk about too late. Just don't be too late. No time is the right time for you to want to give God a chance. And when I say that, don't say, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Stop putting it off. You know, you want better for yourself. You know, you want it. So do it. He just wants someone who is willing and wants better for themselves and is trying to live a life on a more on a more positive note. That's all God wants for you to be willing and to live a life on a positive note. I tell people this all the time. Your health, whether it is spiritual, mental, emotional, or physical, is important. And once you tap into that, that's where you find Christ. That's where you find that unconditional love. That's where you find out that you don't need all these people in your face. You don't need what the world can give you because God can give you exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can never ask or think. 
We don't need nobody. We need him. And that connection that we thrive for, that connection that we want, whether it's materialistic or physical, God will bless it because anything God blesses, he multiplies. Stop latching on to things that can't bless you. And I'm even speaking to myself on that part. I felt that in my spirit. We need to stop latching on to things that doesn't better us in life, that doesn't grow our mental, that doesn't grow our physical, that doesn't grow our spiritual, that doesn't grow our emotional because we are scared of being lonely or we don't want to rectify the things in our past so we try to drown it out we don't want to hear the sound we don't want to look at it we know what we need to do is right but we don't do it because we keep pushing it off because we start to become distracted the biggest distraction that you can do to yourself is removing yourself out of god's hands and the biggest thing that's what the biggest thing that the enemy uses is to distract us because he says you know what i can get them to not beat time if they can't beat the time then they can't get into heaven and i can prove to god that he is not who he say that he is because i can break the world down and take it with me but let me tell you something all this negativity all this mess that's being poured out into our souls into the world that is not of god's will and god will come to pass and i speak it in the blood of the lamb that god there is more good in this world than evil than you respect there is more good than you expect in this world and we have to want better for ourselves who are you as a person christ gives you that clarity but you have to understand who am i as a person am i a giver am i a sower am i a person who is a teacher am i a cultivator am i a nurturer you have to know who that is and for you to understand that you need to remove the distractions in your life. If you cannot tell me who you are as a person, I'm not talking about a sister. I'm not talking about a brother. I'm not talking about someone who loves to dance, sing, whatever. I'm talking about your characteristic, your morals, your values. If you cannot identify those things, remove the distraction right now remove it shake it off you say i don't want this for myself no more i want peace i want love i want joy i want that unconditionalness that i keep hearing people say when they connect with god but let me tell you something when you connect with god baby it ain't easy it ain't easy that's what people fail to realize they think once you become saved once you become sanctified once you become filled with the holy ghost that is the most easiest thing ever no it ain't because the devil will try to attack you 10 times harder because he don't want you to reach those pearly gates he don't want you to see your full potential of being kings and queens and having authority and dominion above all but let me tell you something regardless the attacks god says they will not prevail he says he will fight your battles for you so when you're going through, you not alone. You got God fighting the battle for you. He fighting this battle. God is fighting this battle. If I got somebody out there that said they will take care of the load for me, then hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is fighting this battle for you. So stop waiting to be looking perfect to God. God knows your thoughts before you even think it. God knows what you about to do before you even do it. So stop saying, I'm going to just wait till next week to try again. I'm going to just do this. I'm No, do it now. Do it now. Don't wait. Shake it off. Break them chains. Break them strongholds. Break everything that is on your life because I'm telling you now it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your mental. It's not worth the energy that the 
devil wants you to give to it because what you're trying to nurture is not meant to be birthed out of your out of your womb it's not meant to be birthed out of your spirit god wants greater god wants you to have more and you should want more for yourself stop condemning yourself stop minimizing who you are as a person you are greater you are above all can nothing can no one stop you from that because god said who you are in his word you are his child you are his child. You want to know what that means? When you are God's child, you are untouchable. And when I say untouchable, I'm not saying that you won't go through, but that when you go through, you will come out them flames with no smoke on you. You will come out them flames afreshed and renewed and ready for the spirit of the Holy Ghost to move on your life. That's not something I said. That's something that's in God's word. So we have to continue to stay strong in our faith. We cannot be persuaded by what we see or hear from the world. And if we stay on the correct path, our hard work and willingness will be rewarded, saved or unsaved, church to unchurched. God wants us to get it all right. So if you know you need to get it all right, take that step today. And if you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your life, I want you to say this. Repeat after me. Lord it is me, your child. I know I may have not been doing the things I need to do, not been speaking the things that I need to speak, and I haven't been acting like your child lately, but I want to apologize and ask for forgiveness for all of my wrongdoings, seen and unseen. God, please help me to draw closer to you. And in doing so, I ask in return that you hear my heart's desires and fill me with the fruits of your spirit. God, please wash me afresh and remove the film from my eyes so I can be your humble servant. Remove the things in my life that is not like you, that is not of your will, that's not providing me the things that I need to just not reach into heaven and worship you, but just in general in this life, God, remove it. That is not of you. Give me the strength to stay connected and to continue this journey with you like never before. God, help me to do better, help me to be better, and help me to glorify your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I hope you guys feel changed after today's episode because honestly, I do. So say it with me now. I am going to continue to try to live my life the best way I can for Christ. But the moments I feel tempted or weak, I will try and redirect myself back. And that's on what? Period. But other than that, make sure you guys turn on your post notifications to catch up on all of the upcoming episodes. And if it's your first time listening to The Reach, hey, continue to come to the hangout. I highly encourage you to listen to all of the previous episodes because those will bless you as well as much as today has blessed me. And also, you guys, if you didn't know, I started a YouTube channel called Lydia's Chronicles. Lydia's Chronicles. It's my first name, plural and Chronicles. And I'm participating in Vlogmas. So catch up on all those videos I done posted, y'all. And until I return back with another episode on this podcast, but y'all know it will be real soon, real, real soon. So the link will be in my description box. But other than that, y'all, this is your sister, friend, cousin, 
daughter, next door neighbor, and homie Lydia telling you to be safe this holiday season. For real, be safe. I love you. And now I will be signing off, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your week, your day, your hour. Bye.